amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now, sports talk with Broads. Here's Hunter Brody. Oh, man, it sucks that we're even having this dialogue again, but here we are, news surrounding the Sixers and the Eagles, and I did pound some Ben Simmons conversation, heated combo in there as well. But before we get to it all, if you're new to the channel, make sure you hit that subscribe button and you hit that thumbs up button too. It would mean the world to me. Thank you so much for all the crazy and wild support. You are the best. If you're looking to go to any games, use the promo code BRODES at SeatGeek's checkout page, $20 off. I am dangling a $20 bill right in your face. Take it from me. It eliminates all those fees right from the jump. Promo code BRODES, SeatGeeks checkout. And then lastly, TikTok at BRODES Media. We're going to incorporate some more fun over there. So toss a follow that way. And with that being said, enjoy the show. What is going on, everyone? Welcome on into Sports Talk with Broads. Obviously, a disappointing time as sports fans, right? The Eagles game got moved to Tuesday, and I'll throw my thoughts around as I'm disgusted with what the NFL elected to do. And then now we're hearing the news. It is confirmed that Sixers-Pelicans postponed on Sunday night. So we went from action-packed Eagles-Washington football team game, which is basically playoffs, basically that type of attitude, that type of swag, that type of mentality— And a game for the Sixers to kind of bounce back from the debacle that was losing to teams that barely had any players and the Gabe Vincents of the world who dropped another 20-plus performance against Orlando right after the Sixers game, which is damn mind-blowing that the Sixers have nobody who could ever do that. Could you ever see Isaiah Joe, Matisse Thibel just giving you 27, 28, 29 points in a random regular season game? Hell no. Why can't the Sixers ever get that option on this roster but I digress we were we were filled for a fun exciting night and just like that poof it evaporated as the sports world is unfortunately headed in the wrong direction right now and let me be clear with all due respect to all the experts out there, and I'm using air quotes, right? Twitter, people with no avatar, no icon, just the big old Twitter egg. For all these people that feel the need to give me their opinion on COVID, I don't care. I do not give a damn. That's not what I do, right? I talk sports. I break down sports. And I understand that right now we're in this time where COVID is affecting the sports world and the landscape and the games that we are seeing. I'm just going to be honest. I don't give a damn about what you think about it, what you think 
It is what you think is that. I just don't care. I, I really don't. What I'm doing throughout this process, this is me personally, and I just keep it 100 around here. I'm going to react to what the leagues do. So when they come down with their new set of rules, and we already saw the NFL change some things with the way that they're going to elect to test people with the vaccination status and things of that nature, that's what I'm going to react to. I don't care what Joe Schmo says about COVID. It's a hoax. It's this. That. I, just, I just don't care. That, that's not where I'm at. So moving forward, because we're seeing this all around, the NBA, the NHL, they're all having their issues. The holidays are coming up, New Year's, this and that. Let's see what direction they go moving forward. I'll throw my opinion in on that, right? So let's just set the set the standard here in terms of how maybe the comment sections go because I know that this now is no longer about actually sports. It turns into politics. I don't do that. I don't do that. So moving forward here with what the NFL did, I think it's clear as hell that the league screwed over the Eagles when Washington did everything wrong. They're the one. I can't say everything. That's unfair to say. But knowing Montez Sweat and the way that he's pretty vocal about what he believes in and things of that nature, him testing positive, then there is this spread. See, the Eagles had an issue with Dallas Goddard earlier in the season. That didn't translate to the whole team going under uh, this COVID protocol. Now you see Quez Watkins have that issue. You don't see the entire team going through all this COVID protocol stuff. So there's a correlation between what's happening with Washington and the way they are handling business compared to the Eagles going through the proper steps. And when you analyze that, now the Eagles somehow get boned because of that Sunday game the following week against the Giants. There's really no debating. There's really no fight or, or you know, debate on what's happening. The Eagles got screwed. So there were three options here if you're the National Football League on what you could have done to handle this. And what they ended up doing was a knee-jerk reaction. And just to be fair, what I tell Sixers fans all the time not to do is make a knee-jerk reaction on Ben Simmons to try and save this season because most of the time that ends up being the wrong answer. Aha! Look what we have right in front of us. The league did something stupid and quick because they felt pressure and they needed to do something and it ended up being the wrong answer. Just remember that. So, they had three options. One, forfeit. Two, make Washington play with 20-plus players in COVID protocol, which now we know wouldn't have even been the case, and they probably would have had players back for that Sunday game, so they screwed up. And then three would be move the game. So one was never on the table. No matter what they said earlier in the in the season, before things got going, it was a threat. It was a threat to make players feel the need to get vaccinated. So if anything was to happen and players forfeit and whatnot, and they don't end up getting paid, you know, it's like, I don't want to be that guy. You want all those teammates and players around the league, which is a small inner circle, to be disgusted with you and pissed off with you? No, you don't. So it's a big threat and... It was never actually going to happen. These players want to get paid both sides. So, and let's be real here. Nobody's mad. Yes, we're mad the game got moved to Tuesday, but it's less about playing on Tuesday, more about the following game against the Giants and the time for recovery. And I can't believe it. There's beat reporters in New York just destroying, and I mean destroying the, sick, the, the Eagles fans right now for the outrage, saying, oh, you weren't pissed off last year when you basically threw 
the last game of the season to screw the Giants so you can get a better draft pick. And I can't believe that the league making this decision and the Eagles losing a game so a 6-10 and team, let's be clear here, a 6-10 and team didn't get into the playoffs Play better, right? You can control that. That's a controllable from the New York Giants. Be better. Don't fuck up. Don't suck. Don't blow. Don't be a bad garbage football team. And then you don't have to rely on the Eagles. With this, the league just took it and made this the issue. So this is two totally different circumstances. I don't even see how it's even relatively close to the same exact conversation. This is out of control for the Sixers, uh, for the Eagles. Excuse me, I'm sorry. With all this noise circulating here between both parties, you know, my brain's in a pretzel and I'm all twisted. I got so much going on here. I'm supposed to be on the Fanatic tonight. Am I leading you into Sixers basketball? Am I not? Am I going extra time? Am I not? The phone's blown up. We're trying to figure out everything. The schedule is all a mess at the moment. So as you could imagine, I'm all in a loop here. And yeah, I might have just chugged a 24 ounce of extra caffeinated Wawa coffee so I'm buzzing and I can feel it jolting through my body. But when is that not the case if we're being honest? Now, getting back on track here with the forfeiting, never going to happen. Never, ever, ever going to happen. So, option number two, force Washington to play. That's ding, ding, ding. That's it right there. That's the move. Now, when I was getting the news that Heineke was on the COVID list, I'm not going to lie to you. I was sitting in Starbucks, ironically enough, here's a coffee story, sitting in Starbucks waiting to get my chestnut praline latte venti hot whipped cream on top, and I'm sitting there like, damn, this is taking forever. I hate this damn drive through but I'm part of the problem also because I'm obsessed with what they do. Therefore, so is everybody else, and we're all sitting there thinking the same damn thing. And I go, my instant reaction, no way. There's no way they play this football game because there's too many guys. Now, that doesn't mean that I, I wanted them to move it. I'm just saying, like, as soon as I saw Heineke on there, too, now they're down both quarterback. Now they're down this whole thing. It's like, how do they play this game? I don't see how the NFL plays it. Now that I see what they did, it's clear as hell. You punish the team that caused these problems. So they screwed this up and they botched it. I'm upset, I'm disappointed, and I'm pissed the hell off. So, with all of that said, though, here's my mentality now. You can't change anything. You won't change anything. What are you going to do about it? And I know this is cliche, and I know it might make people pissed off, but I am in the belief of, because it's reality. It sucks, it blows, but it's real. You get fucked in life all the time. All the time. And when you do, there's two ways to handle it. You either counter and you win the battle with that adversity or you shrivel up, you cry, you bitch, you complain. So how do you handle it now as a team? Now let's be realistic. You have to win this game on Tuesday. And if you don't, we're all complaining about a game on Sunday that loses that much more power. So I got you. It's going to affect this team physically. And who knows? Like right now, we're not even talking about Jalen Hurts. And Jalen Hurts is a player that is crucial to what we're going to be doing here as the quarterback. He has an ankle problem. And all throughout the week, he was splitting snaps 
with Gardner Minshew. And I'm getting texts from respected people who cover the team saying, when you hear Nick Sirianni on Friday speak about, oh, full participant, questionable, this and that, he's making it seem like they're more comfortable about Jalen Hurts than they really are. Things are looking a little wonky in there leading up to if they were to play on Sunday. So all this is losing conversation and losing dialogue, as it should. But we don't even know what we have. And if if you get banged up on Tuesday, now recovery time for Sunday's different at the most crucial position with the damn team. So it's definitely going to play a role. But if you don't win on Tuesday, no matter who the damn quarterback is, all of it really is for nothing. So take care of business first. My point is, here we are. I can't believe it. And I hate it. I hate that we're here. Here we are. Use it as motivation. Kick them in the fucking balls and destroy them. Absolutely wax them in the trenches and beat them down. They're getting their players back. Montez Sweat. They're getting defensive help on the defensive line, which was a crucial position of them losing so many damn players. Win your damn battles. Look at them in the face and be pissed off that they made you have to do this internally let it fire you up and fuel you. Then we can start breaking down once we start seeing how the game played out physically, what players are nicked up, how that impacts that game on the Giants side of things. And, you know, look, this this Eagles team, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. This Eagles team lost to a Giants team when this wasn't the case. So before you say it doesn't really matter, the Giants are bad and Daniel Jones' status, this and that, we got a... We got a lot to uh, to get through before we get to that anyway. But, you know, it sucks. It sucks. But here we kind of are with it. Now that you're here, how do you handle it? That's sort of my mindset to that all. And then, of course, you know, just kind of transitioning a little bit into the 76ers. Uh, it's all over the map, right? Kevin Durant ends up going through COVID protocols. Of, of course, Kyrie Irving does the same thing. Oh, who would have thought that? Shocker. I'm so stunned that as soon as the Nets were like, hey, maybe we can utilize Kyrie Irving on the road and for situational game. Uh-oh, in the COVID protocols. Call me shocked, along with a lot of other people. So the leagues are going to have to get together here and uh, with their players association and with everybody else involved and kind of discuss what do we do moving forward because this is getting a little bit crazy. This is getting hectic, whether it's only testing the vaccinated players and uh, the, the vaccinated players get a different bit of a status. But, you know, look, Joel Embiid and Tobias Harris, they both went through hell, legitimate hell, and they're vaccinated players when it comes to going through what they went through. So it's not just, well, you know, but there's a difference between asymptomatic. Like I said, I, I don't care about uh, the the opinions of non, that, that includes myself. Like in, in general, reality is no matter what I think, what I feel, that it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm going to see what they do. And then from there, we'll kind of see how it plays out to get the product on the field, the best product we can possibly see. Canada, totally different story. They're knocking off things though, 50% in the building, when you think of the Raptors, the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Ottawa Senators, so things are happening in Ottawa. We just saw a Flyers game in Montreal where there were no fans in the stands whatsoever, and that was really bizarre, so let's just see what they elect to do. Uh, I, I got some buddies who play around the league, and they're saying some things in terms of what they're being notified, so... 
you know, we're, we're, we're having to make an adjustment here in the sports world based off of where we are. And, and let's just study what, what ends up happening here fully. It's just, it's disappointing. Take away, uh, you know, all of this, which is hard to do. But just as a sports fan, I'm upset. You know, it's like we finally got over the hump last year. And now it's all kind of going back. And now with everybody going home for the holidays and everyone seeing their family, you're around more people. Hell, we just had a situation where one of our family members here who hosts Christmas just tested positive yesterday. Now everything's all in for a loop. So just thinking how, you know, everyone's going to see their families and whatnot and then returning to the sports world. It's going to be a wild ride for sure. And uh, it's crushing. It really is because... This is, uh, this is this is what we do. You know, we, we love sports. It, it's a part of life. It is a lifestyle. I was looking forward to these games. And I, I don't know, can they can they find a way to get some players in here, the 76ers, that is, to play the Boston Celtics on Monday on the road against the Boston Celtics? It would be nice. It would be nice for sure. But also, isn't it true where, obviously, I want sports over not having sports, but how much power does the sports lose when you're watching, let's say the Sixers bring in some guys, G League guys, this and that, and while we've watched Paul Reed and Bassey play before, and it's, and it's exciting to see them play 15, 20 minutes, hey, what can they do, hey, they showed some flashes here, rim protection, running up and down the floor, making some impact plays and whatnot, big picture, right, if they gotta play 8, 9, 10 games, if they got to play all these games, and they're playing 35, 36 minutes, and then you're going up against the Charles Bassies and the Paul Reeds of the opposing teams, how much are we valuing this, and where is our buy-in level, and where is our emotional tie? So, sure, the game is being played, but is it really holding the power that we're accustomed to seeing when we enjoy sport for sport? And the answer to that is obviously no, but how much percentage of love does that fulfill us? How much of our needs does it fulfill, you know, not that the league cares about that. They care about money. They care about that side. They don't give a damn about how we feel as sports fans. Let's be clear. It's about the financial. It's about the TV broadcast. It's about the revenue. It's about fans going to the stands. It's about all that. It ain't about us. But I'm talking about us. I'm talking about we, the people who sit there and and watch this for our entertainment. We're the viewing experience. So that's where I'm kind of watching. Even though we know the leagues don't give a damn about us whatsoever. All right, what we're going to do from here is a little bit of a weird show, a little weird mix, if you will. We're going to transition a little bit into just Ben Simmons real quickly. Uh, Before we do, D. Simone Jewelers, you know how much I love them, and you will love them as well. Fellas, the holiday season is here. You have to make sure you get your significant other a beautiful item from D. Simone Jewelers. I got my fiance's engagement ring from them, and guess what? I went back for Christmas, for Valentine's Day, you name it, Mother's Day, for the dogs, random occasions. Will, Lou, Nick, and Mike, they will treat you like you are part of the DeSimone family. They're a family-owned business located in Haddonfield, New Jersey, previously in Jewelers Row, and they work with you to get the best design at the most reasonable price you will find in the market. They provide custom jewelry design, jewelry repairs, appraisals, watch repairs, battery replacement, diamond setting, jewelry cleaning, and much more. And if you tell them that Broad sent you, they will absolutely hook you up. Look, they're so damn passionate about their jewelry. It's insane. 
insane. They give you tools to study the difference in clarity between the diamonds, and they educate you. They really want you to know the difference. It's not just about, hey, let's make a quick sale. Hey, let's make a quick buck. No, no, no. This is what you're getting. This is what it compares to that. This is why this one's different. It's such a great experience. I never knew half the stuff that they told me about these diamonds. And then when you get it and you see your significant other one rocking it, you feel more connected. It's like, damn, you see it sparkling in certain lights that just make it shine. It's like, damn, that's beautiful. By the way, the price is ah, right on the money. No pun intended. They'll seriously hook you up too if you tell them that Broad sent you. DeSimoneJewelers.com. Make sure you check them out. Okay, so let's hop into some Ben Simmons stuff. So over the last couple of days, if, if you've seen on the channel, you know, we discussed how there's a lot of options, or I should say, sorry, let me rephrase that. There's a lot of issues with the Sixers right now. It's not just one person, right? Most point at Tobias, then you point at Joel, then you point at Doc. This is why they're bad. That's why they're bad. And then someone said, well, Tobias is the reason why they suck. Well, obviously, if you got more improvement from him, the team would look different, clearly. But my point was, there's a lot of issues. Tobias is one. Joel at times is one. But big picture, he's not the reason uh, I'm, I'm afraid of where they're at. Like, he's the farthest thing from the big issue. Doc Rivers is having some problems. But then I'll ask you this. Outside of Eric Spolstra, Greg Popovich, and Steve Kerr, name me an NBA coach that has a severe, a severe, severe, severe impact, a significant impact on the outcome of game. Legit insane insane impact because I could put Doc Rivers and Rick Carlisle kind of in that same category who most fans would say hey Rick Carlisle a lot of experience that would be phenomenal look at what's happening right now with him there really is three and I'm not saying that means you could never move on from Doc Rivers this or that but my point is the NBA head coaching is not as there as you want it to be there's there's three three guys in the entire NBA that you could really see is wildly different than anybody else. And then the others are just guys, and then some have some veteran experience around the block, but they don't have that level of touch and that level of push the buttons as the three that I just mentioned. And one of those, to be fair, and I'm not knocking him because I do believe that he is a great head coach, one of them is working with Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, and Klay Thompson throughout the years. So when you have that, I bet you I could look a lot better. And I I love Steve. I'm just saying, you plug me in. We're winning a lot of games with Golden State because my message has been clear from since day one. When you have those level of players, that's what you need to go on a serious ride. That's why when you have Joel Embiid, I'm not giving up on Joel Embiid because you don't like where the team is. You need that level of player to help you start this thing. And then from there, you got to push the right buttons and fulfill the roster from there. So my point is, Ben Simmons, I claimed, and a lot of people claimed after that series he was the biggest reason why you failed. Now I'm saying with a similar roster, there's a lot of issues surrounding Joel. Matisse Thibel can't shoot. His three-point shooting is disgustingly poor and headed in the wrong direction every single season. Furkan Korkmaz blows as a three-point specialist. Isaiah Joe. Everyone wants Doc Rivers to do something different. Okay, we'll put Isaiah Joe in there. In 20-plus minutes, he had a goose egg and did not hit a damn three-pointer all game long. You don't have the options because your team is flawed. You don't have a point guard. You are losing $30 million just sitting on the side doing nothing. So, if you have all these problems, how come Ben got all the hate? That's what the Ben Simmons stands are telling you. And here's my response to that. 
if you are a superstar or a potential superstar or a potential star in this league, no rosters are perfect. But when your top, top tier players are playing at the level they are capable of playing at and take that next step, work on their game, improve each year, and become something awesome in this league. That makes up for all the issues. Go look at some of these teams, and yeah, Golden State was insanely stacked. LeBron James, he's a special athlete, but he wins with Matthew Della Vadova. He's playing with Richard Jefferson at age 92. When you have players playing at a special talent level, the other guys, first off, rising the occasion based off of the expectations you set, and then you make up for their flaws. So the fact that Ben Simmons never added, never adapted, was soft, and he was scared, and he wasn't ready to play the damn game at the next level after so many damn years in this league, that was the biggest reason why they failed even if there's still other problems along the way. The fur cons, the Isaiah Joe, they matter. That Like, filling that role matters. But it matters way less when you have your players actually holding themselves to the reasonable standards in their skill set. And Ben Simmons never, ever did that. Now, if your counter to that is, then why isn't Joel doing it? Fair or unfair, and this doesn't mean that Joel doesn't work. This means you need help from the perimeter play, which is what Ben Simmons was supposed to be. And that wasn't a false expectation. That wasn't an irrational thought. It was real as a point guard to help him out out by the perimeter. That was a real fair expectation. As a center in 2021 alone, it's extremely difficult to just put teams away nonstop. That doesn't mean that you can't win with him. You can. You need that type of talent to do it. But what you need, though, is help alongside the perimeter. Shaquille O'Neal and D-Wade. Shaquille O'Neal and Kobe Bryant. Now, it's not all that. It's not all that. Because there are different styles of building a roster. Golden State did it with perimeter play. Clay, Steph, KD, I hate to break it to you. You're not finding the Steph Currys of the world and plucking them off the damn street. It just ain't happening. Giannis, very unique individual. is like a hybrid. He's so versatile and does so many damn things with the help of Chris Middleton. Now, they don't have a dominant team. They had Brooke Lopez who helped spread out the floor and played a five. But Giannis, jack of all trades. And realistically, a piss-poor three-point shooter and did it with driving and did it with all sorts of different sides. Unique. Ben Simmons could be something like that, though. Working around his deficiencies and still finding ways to do it, even with the Joel Embiid, who is a five. Because he is able, because of his versatility, to stretch out and play a stretch five and then work that in with that mid-range game, work that in with back to the basket and find a way to mix the two. The people who say they never work together and they can never, it's just not true. They were one game away from the Eastern Conference Finals twice when they started this pursue as the two guys together. I mean, you're acting like they've never had any success. One game away? And the reason why they failed is just because Ben Simmons never, ever, ever, ever added to his game if he did add to his game, these guys work even better. And the fact that he's scared of the moment, that's why it all shriveled up. Because Ben Simmons can't hit free throws. If he hits free throws, we're having a whole nother conversation. 
It's amazing. It really is. So to me, I mean, if you just go to, well, the reason why is because, you know, the reason why you overreacted to Ben Simmons is you're saying it right now. The entire team is flawed and problematic. Uh, That's just, it's not true. In this league, stars take you to the next level. And Joel Embiid needs help doing it. But that doesn't mean that you get rid of Joel because he needs help doing it. It starts there. It starts there. And the people that want to fire this thing up, blow it up, head in a whole new direction, start looking at different angles. You know what that is? That's a knee-jerk reaction. That's what that, it's a knee-jerk reaction to playing down $30 million. It's a knee-jerk reaction to not having a point guard right now. Uh, there, there's tweaks that need to be made. There's fixes that have to happen. You got to look and get creative here and figure out some new styles for sure. But to act as if they're insanely, insanely far, they're Igadala days, they're swaggy P days, let's blow this entire thing up. That's silly. That's nonsense. That's a knee-jerk reaction. The NFL made a knee-jerk reaction, and you see exactly what they, they made, a piss-poor decision. So let's wait. Let's see what happens. There's a lot of drama right now with the outside stuff, outside of basketball. We'll see where everything goes here. But, um, you know, the answer isn't just get rid of of, of a, uh, a a Ben Simmons just to get rid of Ben to save this, this, um, this season. It's too short-term thinking. I had a caller, and maybe we'll, we'll kind of wrap things up here, and maybe organically this transitions into a whole other podcast talking about this team even more. But uh, we, we had a caller over the weekend who said, let's get rid of Tobias Harris. And I said, okay, what would you like to do? I'll trade Tyrese Maxey and Tobias to a team to get Tobias off the books. That's too short-term thinking for me because I think Maxi is going to be a player long-term that for the next two years, like you're getting rid of someone who I think could help out this franchise for years and years and years for a Tobias Harris two-year thing. But then it's, well, you got to maximize Joel Embiid's window and Joel Embiid's window's not very large. So where does that factor into the equation? And it makes it a lot more difficult, no doubt. But I'm not willing to separate myself from Tyrese Maxi just to get rid of Tobias who is shooting 29% from three this year, which sticks out like a sore thumb compared to 36, 35, 37. That's the range he's in. 35 to 37% from three. I'm willing to bank on he won't be 29 forever, and he'll be more in that range, which is what he's been for 10 years of his career over this, which he's, he's having issues. And I wonder, because we saw JT Real Muto try and swing the baseball bat severely injured, not severely, but definitely injured last season, and it played a huge role on on what we saw out there on the floor. We saw a hip problem. We've seen some issues with Tobias, is he playing at 70 right now? And if he's playing at 70, he's not a style of player that can get by and be efficient enough at 70. He's a, I need to be 100% to be on my A game or else I'm clearly hurting the team. So I'm just I'm not looking for an excuse. I'm looking for answers on why the 29% from th- why the piss poor play from Tobias is there. And if you think the answer is as easy as well, it's one reason because Ben's not there to help him out anymore. It's not that simple, and it's the same thing on why this team isn't where they're at right now. It's oh because Ben's not there. No no no, it's it's way more. Doc's underperforming. Although the, all the answers aren't there on the roster, Joel has his moments of discomfort for us, but at the same time, 
farthest thing from the main reason. Tobias is underperforming. You don't have a real point guard. Your three-point shooters aren't hitting their shots. Open looks. There's open shots that they're just flat out not making at the same time that are being, when Joel gets double teamed, you kick it around. They're open looks. They're not cashing in. So there's a lot of variables to this. It's not as simple as just that. And you got to remember here, first off, saying that Ben Simmons on this team is better than Ben Simmons off this team when you're not replacing Ben Simmons with anything. Thanks. Woo! Thanks for the insane, insane assessment. How would I ever, in a billion years, get through sports without that knowledge? Thank you. That's where we're going to end things here. I want to thank everybody for listening to this episode of Sports Talk with Broads. We're clearly in a disappointing time here for the sports world, but here we kind of are. I want to thank everyone so much, and I will see you next time. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.